You are listening to Just One Glass, Episode 6, What Other People Say About Your Drinking. Welcome to Just One Glass, a podcast for high-achieving type A millennial moms who want to explore their relationship with alcohol without judgment and without labels. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. I'm a life coach, a successful entrepreneur multiple times over, a mother, and most importantly, a fellow human. When I took control of my negative patterns with alcohol, my entire life changed for the better. And I wholeheartedly believe that you can find the same freedom in your own life. So whether you're just getting curious about your drinking, or you're ready to dive deep, I've got you. Hello, friend. Thank you for being here with me today. Let me just start by saying a big thanks to my friends at Good Clean Fun. They're an online magazine for non-drinkers, and they recently featured me in their Inspiring Women series. It was so fun to participate in the interview and answer the questions, and they did such a great job of making the process run so smoothly. I'm going to put a direct link in the show notes if you want to check out the article, and maybe check out their growing community of amazing people who are into an alcohol-free lifestyle. And thanks also quickly. I'm just so full of thank yous and gratitude today to all of you who have left five-star ratings and reviewed the podcast. It legitimately makes a difference to a new podcast so we can reach other people who need to have this conversation. If you haven't reviewed or rated yet and you feel called to, could you take a moment and rate us on your podcast player? It would mean so much. Today, I want to get into a topic that we all think about, even if we're simply contemplating making a change to the way we drink, and that is what others have to say about it. I actually look at this from a few perspectives. I like to explore what people actually say about our drinking, and I also like to talk about what we think they should be saying about it, and what to do if they aren't saying the right things. Both are big enough topics for their own podcast, so that's exactly what I'm going to do. In another episode, I'm going to talk about our expectations for what others think and how they feel and act in regards to our drinking. But today, I'm going to talk about what other people actually say about our drinking. And I want to come at this from the perspective of making a new change and other people's response to it. This could mean that you want to stop completely and aren't sure about what others will say, or maybe it means that you want to cut way back and be very intentional about what you choose to drink. Either way, it will inevitably result in you needing to say no thank you when you might have said yes please in the past, which will lead to people having thoughts about it and potentially sharing those thoughts with you. In my experience, there are three responses that you might run into. Most people will fall into one of these three categories, regardless of the context or how you actually navigate it. There will be those who will be pleased with your decision. There will be those who will not be pleased with your decision. And then there will be people who just don't care either way. When most of us think about revealing our new intentions with drinking to people in our lives, we often make assumptions about who will fall into which category. And sometimes we're right. But in my experience, there's always a chance to be surprised by someone in our lives. And I like to think about the possibility of people pleasantly surprising me, because most of the time, that's how it turns out. So let's talk about the first category, people who are pleased with your decision. In my life, the overwhelming majority of my people fit into this category. Most of the time, 
when I tell people that I don't drink anymore, their initial response is, that's amazing or good for you. And most of the time, that's all they say about it. And then we move on. Sometimes people will tell me that they're thinking about their own relationship with drinking and want to know more. Some people will ask me questions about why I made the choice or what it's been like for me. But most of the time, it's just, hey, good for you. And then we move on to the rest of our time together. And then there are the people who just don't care. It often goes something like this. I arrive at a dinner or a work function or a gathering at a friend's house, and they ask me if I'd like a glass of wine or a cocktail. And I say, no, thanks. I don't drink or no, thanks. I'm not drinking tonight or just simply no, thanks. And then they say something like, okay, or no problem, or can I get you some water instead? And that's the end of it. These people have literally no thoughts about it. Or if they do, they're not interested in sharing them with me. Everyone is fine. No one takes it personally. We all have a great time together and it's no big deal. My drinking has nothing to do with the quality of our time together. And they see that. And then there's the third type of response to my not drinking when people are displeased. To be honest, this just hasn't come up for me very often. These people have been far and few between, and they can exist on a spectrum, ranging from a one-off comment like, oh, you're no fun anymore, all the way to someone taking it really personally and making it their relentless mission to get me to have a drink, which sometimes results in pestering, pressuring, and over-offering. And this can be pretty uncomfortable if you let it. So why am I talking about all of these different kinds of responses? The answer is that people spend a lot of time considering and factoring in what other people are going to think of them. This happens all the time with my clients when they think about entering a new situation where they've changed their drinking and it hasn't been disclosed yet. They agonize and worry about how this might change the way others think about them. And before we move on to what to do about it, I think it's interesting to consider why this might be. Why do we care so much about what others think about our drinking? We know intellectually that it's really no one's business and that whether or not we choose to put alcohol in a glass and ingest it really says nothing about our ability to be a good friend or to have fun. We feel this threat of social disruption on a very deep level, and there's a reason for this. If you consider our ancestors before we became an agrarian and static culture, we were nomadic. We were hunters and gatherers. We existed in tribal frameworks. And in that context, it actually really mattered if our tribe approved of our behavior and choices. If we did something that left our clan feeling collectively pissed off, we could face rejection and exile from the group. And that literally meant dying. Without the protection, the resources, and the community of our tribe that we were part of, we wouldn't last very long before we froze or starved or were eaten by a predator. And this is where our brains are coming from, even though we exist in a very different and modern context. Our brains have yet to catch up with the difference between social rejection in the context of clan life versus social rejection in our modern day society. When we feel threatened by the thought of social rejection in our group, it's our brain trying to protect us. And if we see it for what it is, it may begin to ease the weight and the anxiety of showing up differently than our friends are used to us showing up. So with that in mind, how do we navigate people's reaction to our drinking? And when I ask this, I'm going to make the assumption that most of us aren't worried about our friends and family who are going to offer praise and respect, or at the very least indifference. We are worried about the people who are going to give us a hard time about it. 
And from this place, my clients often ask things like, how am I going to break it to my mother-in-law that I don't want to drink wine at Christmas dinner? She's always following everybody around with a bottle of wine trying to top up their glasses, and she takes it so personally when I decline a refill. Or how am I going to navigate my client dinner? My clients are used to being wined and dined, and they expect me to keep up with them. Or when I go to the staff event, should I just order a fake cocktail and pretend I'm drinking so I won't make my coworkers feel awkward? Or I'm going out with my girlfriends for brunch next weekend. Should I text them ahead of time so they aren't disappointed when they hear I won't be joining them for mimosas at brunch? By the way, these are all real questions from real clients. And when I get these questions from clients, the first question I always ask is why? Why do you feel like you need to drink to please your mother-in-law? Why do you think you need to drink performatively for your clients? Why do you feel the need to hide that you're drinking by ordering a fake cocktail? Why do you feel like you need to warn your girlfriends ahead of time so they won't be upset in the moment? And the answer is almost universally that we don't want the other person to feel a certain way. Offended, angry, disappointed, annoyed, let down, inconvenienced, rejected in response to our drinking choices. And we don't want other people to feel the negative emotions because of our behavior, because our primitive brain sees it as a threat to our survival. So here's the thing. People don't feel a certain way because we are or are not drinking. They feel a certain way because of their own thoughts about it. And these thoughts actually have nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. And no amount of preparing, warning, giving advance notice, justifying, explaining, or drinking fake cocktails, because let's be honest, if they're paying that close attention to what's in your glass, they're probably going to be on to you if you're drinking something that isn't what you say it is. No amount of any of this is actually going to change their thoughts about it. So you can go to these lengths if you want to, but it probably won't change their reaction to it because it has everything to do with their thoughts about it, not what you are actually doing. And knowing this can be incredibly freeing and also incredibly terrifying because, you know, in life, we always get 50-50 on the positive versus negative emotions. I would encourage you to focus on the part of yourself that sees the possibility that people can have the reaction they choose to because, yes, it is a choice they're making and you can just be you. And one really has nothing to do with the other. There will always be people who disagree with our choices, no matter what they are. And by turning yourself inside out and stressing about how you want to do things so they can feel a certain way, you are not only endeavoring to solve for something that's completely out of your control, you're probably causing far more discomfort for yourself long-term than if you simply allow them to be uncomfortable in the moment. And maybe you're uncomfortable in the moment, but then you get to move on and be who you really are and want to be. And they get to be who they are, which is totally their choice. If your mother-in-law derives her emotional well-being from how much liquor her party guests consume and uses this as a way to measure the quality of her hosting skills, that's her choice. And it has nothing to do with you and how much you choose to drink. When I first stopped drinking, I did feel nervous to tell people that I don't drink anymore. I was afraid of the questions, the assumptions, the negative thoughts. And now I say it like I mean it, like I'm proud of it, like it's part of who I am and who I want to become. But that came with practice. 
When you're first starting out, I recommend giving it some thought ahead of time. Not thinking about what they will think, because you can't do anything about that anyway, but what you want to think about it. What are your reasons for not drinking or your reasons for having fewer drinks? How do you want to show up to these experiences? Are you willing to show up fully as yourself, even if it means being uncomfortable for a moment in time? For me, the answer is a big yes. What about you? Are you thinking that you might like some guidance for navigating these types of situations? I can help you with this and a lot more actually. I can help you make a plan and to connect with the part of your brain that has your best interests in the forefront and use that part to inform how you move through these experiences. You can head to my website, michellecather.com or click the link in the show notes and you're going to book your free 60 minute consultation with me so you can learn more about working together to create the exact relationship with alcohol that you want. This may be quitting completely, or it might be cutting back and feeling totally in control of your drinking. Either way, I'm here for all of it, without judgment and without labels. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, you've got this, my friend.